Hey, good Friday afternoon. Welcome in uh, to Choosing Wisely, our weekly pick show presented by MasterTech PHC, like we do every week, ending this week, or at least the day before game day, making some college football picks with a uh, special guest we will get to here in just a minute. But before we do that, as we do every week, want to remind you about the fine folks over at MasterTech PHC. Did you know that a $1 donation to the food bank for Central and Northeast Missouri can be turned into $21 worth of groceries? Well, MasterTech this month is taking care of the people in mid-Missouri who need to be taken care of. When you book an HVAC service call with MasterTech throughout November, a $10 donation will be made to that organization. That means more than $200 worth of groceries. If you purchase a new heating and cooling system, a $100 donation will be made in your uh, as part of that deal. You know it's going to get cold. Might as well get your furnace inspected, repaired, or replaced and help out a great cause. As always, as it's been the case all season long, if you do schedule that call with Master Tech and you mention to them you heard about it from Power Mizzou, you're going to get a $35 credit on a future service call for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Call them at 777-7777 and schedule that call right now. And uh, as promised, we're going to bring in our guest this week. And and we turn to a guy that since he quit playing football for Missouri, as far as I know, has done absolutely nothing except like graduate from law school, set up a foundation like Bud Sasser, man, you've been busy the last seven years. Hey, I've been, I've been busy. I'm in, I'm in law school now, so okay, I don't, don't want to, uh, you know, push that and disregard the the efforts of a lot of my <laughs> classmates and well, uh, um, you know it, it, it'll get peers. you'll get there you'll you finish it up at some point oh absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah definitely i'm definitely gonna finish so uh, i'm looking forward to it uh but man thank you for having me on gabe it, 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 this is an op- opportunity that uh, i was looking forward to after you uh, brought it up to me man this is uh i've just enjoyed my time being able to speak with you over the years and just uh, what Power Mizzou has just brought to the University of Missouri football team, um, just being fair. Also, uh, just one of the few who wanted to report on somebody <laughs> who really wasn't getting that much shine. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember those early years where I was really, uh, you know, Power Mizzou was uh, an early backer of Bud Sasser. So I, I appreciate it. Um, and For uh sure. I'm I'm glad to be here. So well, well, I've joked few, few I, years, yeah. I, I've joked. Sorry. I've had people on this show this year who like, I, I mean, you're in law school. I was joking with Denario. He's got two kids. I had Kim English on earlier this year. He's a head coach. Like, I covered all you guys in recruiting, and now it, I mean, I guess it's just sign number twenty seven hundred that we're all old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us more so than others. Hey, you know, uh, but you know, everybody's still doing some great things, and yeah. uh, that's awesome too. So just seeing former teammates or former Mizzou players raise their families, begin restaurant or start ret- restaurant franchises, or uh, just do good good things, just be you know present in their families' lives, and uh, mm-hmm. just just trying to make it work from day to day. I think is a uh, I think it's a little something that goes unnoticed for the most part. And uh, it, it's great to talk about sports. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it, it's even greater to see uh, those guys who have done some amazing things on Saturdays really uh, turn that over into the world of 
life and uh, in business and things like that. So it, it's cool. Well, and, and obviously a lot of the people that, that watch and listen to this show every week are people that, that, you know, followed you through recruiting and then, then up through your career. So I know you've got a, got a website for your foundation and stuff. I, w- I just want to give you kind of a chance to plug anything for Mizzou fans out there who want to know exactly what you are doing. Uh, just kind of give them a chance to, to know what's going on with you and, and with that foundation and maybe how they could check that out. Absolutely. So for the foundation, uh, for those who are tuning in, it's uh, Sasser Nation Foundation. Uh, We are an organization that provides scholarships to high school seniors in my hometown of Denton, Texas. So shout out to Denton, Texas and Denton ISD. Um, And of course, my alma mater, uh, Denton Ryan High School, uh, who is, I believe, still currently undefeated right now. So went undefeated last year, won the state title you know, some light, something light, how they do it down there. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to uh, continue giving out scholarships, uh, even through the time I'm in, in law school. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I need those who are listening to help me out here because, you know, it, clearly my focus is in a, a, a different area for this time being. Um, and I don't want anything to, to drop off just because, you know, I want to go out and pursue uh, further for my family and, and those uh, who are who are following and have tuned in over the last, you know, six years in following uh, assassination. So we are doing great things in the community. We continue to just uh, just try to have a presence and, and make sure that we are doing our part in uh, providing opportunities to those in the community. So um, you can go to assassination.com. And you'll be able to really go through and even just all around the page, you can kind of find different links that'll take you to a donation page. But uh, outside of just going straight to donate, I'm not going to tell you just to go straight there. Uh, go check out the the recipients, the scholarship recipients and uh, read their stories and read what they, you know, some of their essays that they uh, submitted to receive that scholarship and why um, that money is important to them. And that's what you'll see. Uh, and I think it's, it's awesome. And they inspire me uh, to just be where I'm at today. And it, it's very encouraging to me every year when those scholarship letters start coming in, or excuse me, the essay uh, started start being submitted. And I get to read those things and just see what people are going through and just see what they're fighting for. And uh, I think that that's worth your time to read and understand what we are really doing at Sassination and not just trying to collect a couple of dollars. You know, we're really trying to make a difference out here. So, all right. Well, you know how you know a guy's from Texas because he still knows his high school's football record, you know, 15, 20 years <laughs> later. Um, but hey, right. Yeah. Hey, Denton Ryan, man. That's a, they, I know. Uh, I think Brian Smith was from there years before you yeah. were. And then I know Earl Goldsmith and Calcius Williams. Like they, they've sent some, some exactly. guys up here over the years. Exactly. Exactly. So now Towski Dove, uh, shout oh, out to right. him. You know he's from Ryan as well. Uh, so he's doing his thing, and hopefully we can keep that pipeline alive, man. It's a it's a great program under Dave Hennigan, and uh, it's an awesome awesome team to continue to rep. So I'm, I'm I'm proud of them, and I'm thankful to have been able to go through that program under Joey Florence. So. 
It's good. Yeah. So for people, listen, I know, obviously, hey, you're you're in law school at Mizzou. You're wearing Mizzou gear. I know you still follow the team, but like how closely yeah. are you following, you know, and, and do you have you gotten a chance to, to kind of talk to the new coaching staff and Coach Drink and, and some of the guys or do you keep a little bit of a, a little bit of an arm's length these days? I mean, it, it's 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 tough to say because different guys I've you know tried to be in, in contact with and uh, those who have reached out to me personally and just wanted to you know chop it up and uh, you know just different coaches on staff that were that have I've seen in passing that I've been at practice you know early on to uh, like during the summer training time and just wanted to go out there and just show support and even if I didn't necessarily know them super formally at least i got to you know really show my face but and let them know that i'm I'm in support of the program and and i am and i hope that they do well um i hope that they uh continue to just grow from where where they are today and uh just really adjust to being in this space uh such as sec and uh really be able to bring some some great some great wins um, some big time championships to Mizzou because if we're not really out here to win championships, I don't I don't understand what we're doing. So uh, that that's kind of my that's what I would be and that's what I'm hoping for. And I hope that that's the message that's being relayed is not just bowl eligibility, mm-hmm. but championship games. So you you know a little something about those uh certainly from uh yeah. from a few years back so last thing before we get to get to picking some games and show everybody how intelligent we are about college football um <laughs> I, I i wanted to oh, and Lord. i didn't i didn't give you any warning that i was going to ask you about this but i did see a tweet a couple of days ago you were talking about going through some stuff and kind of about the way your football career ended and you needed it needed a podcast soon so i i just want to check like say what as much or as little as you want to say but just uh-huh. you know i I think Missouri fans all know kind of, hey, you got drafted and had a shot, and then obviously medical reasons you couldn't. But, I I mean, how long did it take to kind of – obviously you're doing great things outside of football, but how long did it take to kind of come to grips with with that and with the idea that, hey, this game you'd played forever, then then you didn't get to play it anymore? Yeah, uh, to be – I don't know. You know, there's days where I can easily say, oh, yeah, maybe like – probably 2018 somewhere around there um and then there's days where i'm like yeah i still think about this like this is still just some awkward like weird position to be in um especially the more the more i learn about the business of sport i think it it changes my mind every single every piece of information that i learn i'm like okay so there's days that i might be frustrated at that information um, and there's days where I'm like, oh, okay, like, I, I mean, you, it's just the business of sport. And I, you know, it's a big reason of why I'm in law school today. Um, it's to help, you know, others who are going to not just going to be in the position I was in, but I want them to understand just really how this whole thing works, even in college sports, you know, um, it, it's not just when, once you go pro, it's, uh, even you go down to Den Ryan in the the Texas high school football, not just saying it didn't rhyme, but Texas high school football, it, it it's a business. And uh, if you understand how to really work that and how to maneuver in that space, you know, then you, you know how to separate it. 
and you know you know a lot of individuals want you to just bleed it and love it and treat it as if you know it can never go anywhere and that's not the case and i'm here to not take anyone's dream away by any means i want them to still go for it i'm pushing for all athletes to make it but i'm also pushing for you to understand the business of it because the sooner you can the better off you're going to be the better off your family's going to be the better off everybody in your circle is going to be because then you can see it from a perspective where you're not so emotionally attached to something that does not give you that emotion back so that's that i think that's a big piece so yeah there's a lot of times i think i want to you know start a podcast about that's where that tweet came from but i'm just trying to see what the interest is you know sometimes i just wonder what people might want to even hear from me um so just just testing the waters right now so hopefully y'all who who are listening if that's stuff that y'all want to hear let me know send me a tweet uh, tweet at me and really just let me know and uh, I'd love to get on here and, and you know jump on and chop it up like this right here with Gabe and uh, put some information out there that I'm learning and things that you know some of my thoughts so there you go well, that. you're talking about the business of sport I mean all you guys came along a few years too late I mean it truly is a business now with name image and likeness so here's <laughs> here's what I really yeah. want to know who'd you play with at Mizzou that that like your teammate that would have cashed in that would have made the most money off that kind of stuff um i mean dgb might have done it before he played a game henry henry josie yeah is yeah. one yeah uh probably marcus lucas um sheldon richardson um yeah sheldon had Blaine. sheldon had like a, a three-year drama going man he could have turned that into a tv show just his recruitment absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely and uh blaine gabbard i'm, I'm thinking of big time recruits and, and doriel you know i, I don't want to skip that doriel doriel for sure yeah for sure no question all right well bud this is this is the pick show so this is this is what we're gonna do I, every week we get nine games i send them to you at like noon so we've done tons of research research for this uh we're definitely <laughs> definitely going probably eight and one at least that's that's the bare yeah. minimum i expect <laughs> you know i think if we can speak it into existence yeah we should be all right I yeah i think we just gotta manifest that right there i actually did go eight and one week one and then i've never been that good yeah. since then so uh, so first one we're starting and, and we pick uh, we do a lot of sec games but we're starting outside the sec okay. i just pick a couple couple other ones so michigan favored by a point and a half at penn state i don't know how much college football you watch every saturday like if you've seen any of these teams play or not but michigan mm -hmm. one and a half at penn state you know uh i i uh at penn state too i can i can see i, I can see michigan going in there with a little you know fire in them after last week and everything so um i, I can see that uh more yeah more than a point and a half I okay believe. okay so you going you going with jim harbaugh um yeah i think so you know okay. and i like you know the jordan brand so i'm a i'm gonna rock with that <laughs> there you go i'm uh <laughs> all right we're starting off opposite right away i'm going penn state at home um i they played ohio state tough a couple weeks ago i I keep waiting for Michigan to, like, I don't know. They're undefeated, but but I just don't know who who they've 
they're not undefeated. They lost to Michigan State, and I don't think right, they beat anybody right. good. So I'm I'm going Penn State there. This one, I know you're going to love picking this one. Texas <laughs> is favored in Austin by 31 points over Kansas. I do not think I've had anyone pick Kansas to cover the spread yet. Uh, as a Texas guy, I'm interested to see where you're going to go with this one. No, I mean, you know, I, I can see them putting up 50, Yeah, you know, so on, on KU, and uh, hopefully – they can get to 60, you know, I'll <laughs> say that. And, uh, and KU is going to get to not many. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't see KU, uh, getting too many points, maybe three. <laughs> okay. You know, I can, I can see a 65 to three victory. Perfect. Perfect. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go with that with the official prediction. So I want to know, like growing up yeah. in Texas, were, were you a Texas fan growing up? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, uh, you know that that was a, a a dream school of mine um and to be honest they were very fair in recruiting and for me at least and they were honest uh you know I'm, I'm slipping on the coach's name at the time the receiver coach but they were letting me know like you know they they knew i was interested mm -hmm. they knew i was kind of like on the fringe of it was an era where they, they were i mean they continue to get five they were rolling athletes then, all the time but yeah you know, at that time, it was like just five star mm -hmm. galore, mm -hmm. and there was a receiver that they were waiting on uh, that I won't bring names <laughs> up because I don't want to cause anything. But uh, that basically they were looking at bringing in. He was committed somewhere else, and they told me straight up, like, "Hey, you know, if this we have one left for a receiver spot, we, you know." It will be great to have you here, but if he if he wants to be here, we're that's who we're gonna go with. So okay. we're leaving it open for him. And then later on, he ended up decommitting decommitting from uh, the previous school and choosing UT. See, it's, it's interesting how it, how things work out, and and like a lot of us, obviously, I, I mean, we covered your recruitment and and didn't know that story, so that's pretty interesting. And I was all ready yeah. to pick Kansas to cover in this game because like. Texas mm -hmm. now ain't Texas that you're used to, but I feel like Texas is just going to be mad and there's just nothing KU can do <laughs> about it. So I, I, I don't think Texas yeah. will hold back. If they get up like 28, they're just going to keep pouring it on. So I, I'm with you. I'm going, I'm going Texas in this one. Future SEC team, Texas Longhorns going to win the game. And how awesome is that, man? I, I think that, it's you know, cool. What I do you think cool. about that? I like it. I, I want to see a, a, like a pod with Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, and Arkansas. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I like playing – I like the teams that you guys played in the Big 12. That was what I grew up on was the Big 8 and the Big 12. Mm -hmm. And, and it, there's just no real rivalry. Like, I hate going to Gainesville, Florida. I don't want to do that. You know, there's there's not yeah. a lot of rivalries here. Um, so, I'm cool with playing some of the old Big 12 teams, except for Texas A&M. I don't like Texas A&M. I never want to go to College Station. <laughs> I don't want them on the schedule. That's a weird really? place. You don't like, why don't you like going there? No, that's a weird place. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big yeah. fan of Texas hey, well, maybe, maybe outside the stadium. I can tell the stadium on the inside of that thing is, is amazing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Honest, it was oddly, it, it oddly threw me off my senior it, year because yeah. they completed like the interior of the, the, the design of the stadium. Yeah. So I had uh, played there. I think we played there four times, maybe. Maybe yeah, you guys times. went there a bunch. Um, yeah. yeah, and the first three times, 
they all looked one way and then our <laughs> senior year the in, yeah. inside of the stadium looked completely different and it didn't feel like i was at a&m yeah and uh kind of it threw me off that, honestly for a little while that is the, the one place you know when their fans start swaying back and forth like we sit up in the press box on the seventh floor it actually moves so mm-hmm. it's uh oh goodness yeah it, it's yeah. not great but uh i will get to a&m here later on but i before that we got what do we have we have mississippi state uh okay mm-hmm. auburn's favorite at home by five and a half points over over mike leach in mississippi state yeah so uh i, I don't know i don't know which way to go on this one what do you think here you know, um, I do see Auburn getting the win. Do I see Mississippi State covering this this spread here? Uh, that's always a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. You know, when... Uh, you know, I, I actually say that they do cover. Okay, okay. Go I say on. that they do cover in this game. Going they lose, the- but Mississippi State, but I'm, I'm going with Auburn. Okay. Um, but I think they, I think they hold it within three. Okay. Okay. I actually think Mississippi State might win this game straight up. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a, I'm not an Auburn believer. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think they've got it much of an offense. And and Mike yeah. Leach, like this is not a Mike Leach team. They actually play defense. Uh, he has has yeah. allowed them to do that <laughs> this year. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going with you. I'm going Mississippi State to cover. I think they win next game up. Uh, Kentucky favored by 21 and a half at Vanderbilt. Um, a lot of people favored by 21 and a half at Vanderbilt this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> quite quite a bit. Not everybody, huh? So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody. <laughs> it's tough. Tough times. Um, I, I, I can see. I can see. Well, one, I can see Kentucky going down there taking care of business. Yeah. Um, twenty one actually seems kind of low to me. Okay. Yeah. You know, I can. I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see thirty plus that. You okay. know, Kentucky's gonna have the W. Yeah. Know? I I don't think Vanderbilt can score more than like ten on Kentucky. Kentucky's got a good defense. Uh-huh. They've they've taken a couple hits. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm going Kentucky here. I like Kentucky's not great offensively, but I could see him winning like 30 to seven or something like that. Um, yeah. I think that one's more principle. Like it's just a matter of like you're supposed to go and just take care of business if you are playing the way you're playing at this point yeah. of the year. You just got to do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not let the the bottom tier take you <laughs> off of that. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. All right. For now. The season. I'm not dissing. Mandy, I'm just saying the bottom tier for the the year for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So this might be the best game of the week. Uh, Texas A&M favored by two and a half points at Ole Miss. And uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember were you were you ever on a team that went down and played at Oxford or not? Because I know they absolutely. Okay, I couldn't remember for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You didn't get to enjoy the Grove or anything, though. No, I, I keep I always hear about this. It was things that, you know, I just I just learned about over the years of being in the SEC. Everybody talked about the Grove and how cool it was and or how, you know, vibrant it was, I guess you could say. Uh so yeah, I mean that that's going to be an awesome atmosphere. I haven't been there. Have you been there a couple times? Uh yeah, I went down I covered the, uh, the, the 07 Grove. game there and then okay. uh then yeah, I can't remember if it was 2013 or or whenever it was because it, it was yeah it must have been 2013 because it was James Franklin's first game back after he got hurt. 
uh, was, okay. that, was that game at okay. Ole Miss. So, yeah. Towards them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one yeah. of those. It was one yeah, of those games that. where like you guys just got up and just kind of sat on them, and it's like it, it was just really yeah. boring. It was like twenty four seven or something like that. To be honest, that that was kind of a little bit of a boring game, but it was more so. What made that one actually pretty fun? I'll give you a little insight to that. Was it was a very like it was fundamental for like like our game plan was very like take care of the fundamentals. Like after probably the first or second quarter and the way we were playing, the way they were, you know, defending us on defense and all of that, it was more so like manage the game at this point. It's not, okay, let's try to go and put up 50. It's not that we were, weren't trying to score. It was, uh, they were still playing tough, but the way we were approaching it seemed very just like, hey, look, if, you, if, if you're called to block this play, make sure you're on the right shoulder, make sure you're on the, you know, you're in the right gap, all those types of things. And uh, I think we really just beat them fundamentally that game. That was uh, – That's probably why it seemed boring. That that was week one of what I like to call the James Franklin revenge tour, right? I mean, because <laughs> yeah. 2012 happened, and then he got hurt, and Maddie came in and won a couple games, and everybody mm-hmm. thought Maddie was was the savior and got to stick with Maddie Mock. And uh, I like yeah. I, I don't expect you to even comment on this, but I've said for years James Franklin's the most underrated player in Missouri football history. Like nobody That's, ever yeah. appreciated what that dude did here. Yeah, I I don't I never understood why. And the thing was, senior year, his senior year, twenty thirteen season, we called it. He came back. He went out, I think, to like a Manning camp, um, or something for spring. Everybody else went home and went to like you know take a break and do whatever. James went to camp and came back in a whole different like not even physique just the arm motion was different the spiral the spin on his spiral was different um a much like more accurate ball it was rare that he wasn't accurate even in practice and then that's when we knew okay like this this <laughs> james came back on a whole different level and yeah. uh, was more demanding in the locker room more demanding on the field more vocal uh but also uh, more caring and more yeah. open to others' opinions and others' thoughts and others' way of life. Yeah. And that just, that was like a piece that I don't think people were expecting. And it just, it, it molded into like, okay, that's, that's QB1 right there. Because he, yeah. he gets it. Yeah. And he understands how to really lead this whole thing to... Where we're trying see, to go. See that's and he's and he wants to go. <laughs> that's funny. You guys had that experience with him because from my side, like 2013, James came back and he was like the nicest kid I'd ever covered. Right? He called you sir mm-hmm. in every interview, and he still did that in 2013. But it was very clear in 2013 he did not want to talk to any of us. He did not want to answer yeah. any questions. He had no need for everybody who he just thought had buried him the year before. You yeah. know. So I yeah. and hey, it worked for him. And I've talked to James a number of times. I actually saw him at a golf tournament earlier this summer and still a great dude uh, but yeah but very yeah, underrated awesome. um okay very so back- yes i agree with you on that very underrated yeah back to the actual game texas a&m favored by two and a half what do you think you know uh i've got some ties on both sides you know really okay. from the coaching standpoint you know it's coach henson mm-hmm. um over there at, at a&m and we got over at Ole Miss, the D-line coach, Randall Joyner, 
Um, I believe this is his first season, maybe a second season. Sorry if I'm quoting that wrong. <laughs> uh, but we grew up in the you know same areas. Okay. Back at home, and uh, I grew up playing against him all through you know like grade school and high school and stuff like that. Uh, so he ended up going off to play at SMU, had a great career, but got into coaching. You know, spent his time as a graduate assistant over at uh, um, the Ohio State. Okay. And then got his his time to be a full time coach at uh, SMU again, and then the big time job right there at Ole Miss, D line coach, man. So shout out to him. Um, so I, you know what? I'm I'm actually gonna go with Ole Miss because that's got some folks from home from there, and uh, you know I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with them. I had made up my mind on this one that whatever – I have no idea who's going to win this game. So, whatever you picked, I was just yeah. going to go the other way so we could be <laughs> so we can be different here. So, I'm going Texas okay, A&M okay. for, for no reason. I mean, if you'd have picked A&M, I'd have, I'd have gone Ole Miss. But that would be a good game. I, I look forward to seeing yeah. that one. And then, uh, up next, Georgia just continues its march to the national title game. They're favored by 20 at oh Tennessee. Goodness. I mean, we know Georgia's going to win this game. The only question is, yeah. do they beat Josh Heupel well. by 20? Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know about twenty. I think they'll beat them. I think Georgia will beat Tennessee, but I don't think Hype is losing by twenty points. He's gonna give you a run for your money when it comes to offense and putting up points and wearing that defense down as much as possible. Um, which, which defense, yeah, Georgia's or his own? Yeah. Hey, you know, and I, I think he's willing to put his own defense in the ground if if it, if it comes to like, hey, we need to score sixty points. Like, look, yep. This is what you trained for all summer, all you know, spring and everything like that. So at this point, now you have to be ready to. This is the game you're gonna be tired, and I'm yeah. sure they've been talking to him about it all week. Like you're gonna be tired. Yeah. So I think at this point, it's actually gonna put little pressure on Georgia to, you know, make sure that they're keeping up with uh, putting that type of points up. But yeah. now that I think about it, you know, they they can also, they do a good job of controlling the ball. Mm -hmm. And so they might be able to slow that down a little bit if they need to. All right. So, so you so, sticking okay. with Tennessee? I'm going, I, I'm going Georgia. Okay. okay. I'm going Georgia. Okay. I am, uh, I'm going Tennessee yeah, go for some of the reasons you talked about. Like, I think, this Georgia defense is ridiculous. I mean, they, they haven't given up 14 points to anybody this year. I think Tennessee score – I'm going to give Tennessee 20 in this game somehow. And I think yeah. they cover. But they're going to get beat, and Georgia's going to go win the SEC and SEC East and, and play for a national title, and, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. But I, I think Tennessee's at least yeah. going to cover in this one. Um, all right, one more outside the SEC. Purdue has beaten two top five teams this year. They are a 21-point underdog. In Columbus, Ohio, at at Ohio State. What do you think? Jeff Brown got one more in him. Uh, no, I think that that I think that's come to an end. How, however, they have some solid receiving or receivers there. Yeah, David Bell. And I think I don't I don't know I haven't really checked around like the country to see just how much attention the receivers are getting um, by any means, or if you know they're on anybody's like draft boards or anything like that, but. Those guys have real good, you know, just 
really just uh of course catching ability but just ball catch radius like all, all of that just the ability to really run routes um uh so you know i don't, I don't purdue is not gonna take that i'm sorry let me just go ahead and get that out of the way ohio state's gonna 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 win that game um by how much uh, do i think they're gonna really hit 20 yeah i can see that i can actually see that yeah yeah Hey, Gary Wilson is a beast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, recruited him out of uh, high, high school and everything. And he, he's a very, very good dude. Um, But, you know, he, he knew where he, where he was trying to go. Right. <laughs> right. So it was uh, it was very interesting to kind of speak with him. But just such a good dude. Uh, You know, multi-sport athlete was a was honestly a beast in basketball. Okay. And uh yeah, so if there's ever a chance to to see anything on him in basketball, that I'm not sure if it's really out there like that, but dude could hoop. And I'm sure he still can. I'm I bet he, he'll find himself at the wreck from time to time at <laughs> Ohio <laughs> State and everything. Not so. during football season though. Ryan Day's not gonna <laughs> Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I think that I, I can guarantee you LSU feels very disrespected right now by this line, if they're paying attention. But if anybody was like to be walking around and to hear that they, someone else believes that Arkansas is going to go in at LSU and beat them. Over there in what Death Valley? No, I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, I don't see it being much of a point difference. But uh, I, w- I would say I, I would go LSU actually winning that game. Okay, at least seven. Okay, all right, interesting. LSU straight up. Yeah. I I've picked against Arkansas almost every week this this year, but I'm going Arkansas in this one because. I think LSU did everything they could to kind of hang around with Alabama last week. They got beat, mm-hmm. and I think they're just going to. Uh, I think they're just going to give up, <laughs> honestly, yeah. with their coach on the way out the door. I think this is it, man. Yeah. I, I think Arkansas covers, gets win number uh, six, and and they're bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. So, all right, this is the one everybody wanted. Uh, yeah, everybody wants to hear about. <laughs> we always save it for last. I looked it up. 2014 and a win at Columbia, South Carolina. Bud Sasser had six catches for 86 yards. That was the one where, I mean, you guys literally did nothing for three quarters in that game. And then Absolutely all of a sudden, nothing. all of a sudden, Matty Mock hit Wesley Leftwich with like a 26-yard pass, got down to the two-yard yeah. line, and, and you guys woke up and beat him 21-20. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, some key plays there, um, especially – I mean, that game was – that year – um, we didn't have the most explosive offense right. uh, at the time, and however, we had some key pieces that could do, you know, do some damage, you know, in Murph and uh, uh, Russ Hansborough just kind of doing their thing. <laughs> Jimmy out there, uh, Darius White was hurt at this point, um, shoulder, I believe his was a shoulder. Jimmy's was a knee. 
Um, I actually hurt my shoulder in this game. I was supposed to almost miss this game. Um, but I couldn't because one, just personally, I was like, okay, I can't miss a game now. I don't have I only get like eight game or like you know what ten is it ten guaranteed twelve guaranteed games for the senior year. And I was just like, yeah, I, I can't afford to miss a game. But uh, I was out there just bandaged up knees bandaged up everything i was oh my gosh i tore my labrum that that game as well so i uh that one was tough but you know i, I say all that to say just that we were very very stagnant at that point but great atmosphere uh i loved playing there um and i can feel like we we can typically handle business for south carolina and this whole <laughs> one point spread at this point, it's just, you know, like, people don't even know what to say to that. I mean, it's right. just like, you know what, let's just make it a one-point spread. Cause if, yeah, who, that, it actually started out, Mizzou was favored by three at the beginning of the week, and, and now it's South oh Carolina by gosh. a point. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, of course I'm rocking with Mizzou. Right. Um, I'm rocking so, with Mizzou. Now, all I got to say is we did, did, did bet not be – South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, that is that's, though. That's that, really it. That's one of my favorite places to go in the SEC. That that game day atmosphere yeah. is cool, and at Williams Bryce hey, Stadium, right. it really is. And uh, it's, it really I mean, is. it's it's been a good series. Like it's yeah. been competitive games. I know the the one the year before that, you probably don't much want to talk about the 2013 game. You know, every every Missouri fan still wins that one. But even going back to like yeah. before they were in the same league, I mean, the the Independence Bowl where Brad Smith lit them up was was a great game so uh yeah but yeah i'm yeah. i'm with you i uh i always say like if i have no idea who's gonna win a game and i think if mizzou and south carolina pick played 10 times like they could both win five but if i have no idea going in then what good does it do me on a show that missouri fans are watching with the site that missouri fans pay me <laughs> to pick south carolina so i i'm picking missouri yeah. based based <laughs> on the fact that i so i just want to make them happy if you weren't getting paid you you would go South Carolina. If I was getting paid by South Carolina fans, I would go South Carolina. <laughs> if I'm getting paid by Missouri fans, I'm going Missouri. But I truly like okay, nothing okay. will nothing will surprise me in this game. I don't know what to think of this team. Like, yeah. I, I mean, they could beat South Carolina, they could beat Florida, and they could make it interesting against Arkansas, and they could also lose out. Like, I've got absolutely no idea what to make of this team. I, I don't know. I, shoot, I don't yeah. even know who's playing quarterback. If you've heard and, and you want to tell everybody who's playing quarterback for Missouri, let us know. But No, I don't have no information for you. You know, yeah. I can't I can't give up the sources. Man. <laughs> I, uh, I but no, see. I don't know. I'm, I'm just playing. I, I, I have no idea. And right. just as much as people know, people might know more than I do, to be honest. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah, I just, I just wait and see. Because at the end of the day, I look at it like, you just have to show up and i think in situations like this it's it's opportunity for whoever is going to be a qb to show up it's whoever is going to be out there on the field at that time are you gonna like can you put yourself out there in a position to where people can say like you can be the the silver lining mm -hmm. you know are you going to do something where somebody can remember like hey i know this was the outcome of the season or during these these first few eight games nine games whatever we're at mm -hmm. uh this is what this looked like but consistently 
I've seen sparks when this person has had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's not too many people we can say that about. Right. Right. But I do have one. Who's that? Towski Dove. Uh, he's he's had a heck of a year. He really has, man. I mean, you know, and that dude has some hands mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. And don't get me wrong. I don't know why that is and why you know he's not necessarily the number one targeted person. Mm-hmm. Uh, nor is it for me to really try to figure out <laughs> right. at the end of the day. Right. Um, but. I like his yeah. game, and and this is outside of Beatty. I just want that to be out there, yeah. too, because he's right. clearly doing his part. Um, so outside of that, you know, I, yeah, I just hopefully he can keep that up. And hopefully if we see one day where he's targeted eight to ten times mm-hmm. what that'll look like. All right. I'm not talking about the targets on little mesh routes going across the field. Right. Now, now if Towski Dove went to, like, South Lake Carroll, would he still be the guy you're shouting at, out on this team? I would. Okay. The reason why <laughs> is because – No, no, I, I, I'm just giving you trouble, but he's had a good year. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that he's from my hometown, yeah. you know, right. but it, it's – at the end of the day, just look, just watch mm-hmm. and see who's actually catching balls down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really not many. Look who averages, <laughs> right. you know, a certain amount of yards per catch. You know, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. If you only have, you know, less than a, a third of the receptions, you know, but at the end of the day, it's not many people who have that many receptions on the team anyway, you know, so true. true. There's not many yards, not many receptions. So it's like, <laughs> look at who's bringing the most bang for your buck and yeah. just test the waters out one day. Yeah. And that's all that. And I say that because I was in that that role. Yeah. That's why I say that. Yeah. Because at the time it's like, you know, I knew what I had, but mm-hmm. I, I, it wasn't my time to be that person yet. So you know, sometimes I wonder when I did get the, you know, and then all of a sudden I did become the number one target and I right. had those 8 to 10 opportunities and and when I did, I would have 8 to 10 catches, 100 right. and whatever yards and touch and it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And it's just like, well, if you look at the numbers, just go back and add it all up and just make it, it makes sense. So that's why I say Towski does. Yeah, that's now. like those 13 and 14 teams, everybody talks about the defense, but I mean, Marcus and Ladamian and you and Doriel and then Jimmy yeah. Hunt in 2014, like there were some guys putting up numbers with, and I, look, I know you're never going to, I'm not even trying to talk bad about your quarterback, but especially in 2014, like, you guys put up numbers with with a quarterback that was pretty up and down a lot of times, you know? So. I, I don't think that's bad to say. Like, man, he's still a good person. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's not it's saying anything about him not being a good person. It's not saying anything about him. Because, you know, at the end of the day, he he will know how he, how he played in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, stats show how he played in 2014. Um... And that's what we have to go off of. Yeah, yeah. And we have to go off what it looked like and what we saw and from a up close and personal and having somebody throw it to you. I definitely appreciate it because he was a gunslinger and he really, oh, yeah. you know, at times did not care. And at times, that was awesome. Yeah. And at yeah. other times, it's like, okay, <laughs> in order to win this game, at some point we have to be strategic. And we right. can't just go out there and play like, you know, we're just tossing the, the pig skin around. Right. Right. You know, it, it can't play like that. And uh, 
sometimes it just it, when those times came it became a little bit more challenging when you know you're playing against a little bit better competition mm-hmm. and it can't just be like oh, okay yeah i'm just gonna run around here for a little bit right so it well, became a little bit challenging so i will i uh, will tell you that my yeah. my favorite move in the history of missouri football is the maddie mock spin move like that dude spun on the field more than anybody i've ever seen so yeah. he'd run out of the pocket <laughs> there was nobody near he would just sometimes spin just for the hell of it man i loved yeah, watching yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean i give it i give it to maddie because you know there was days when just to make something out of nothing oh yeah and at times honestly even if you go back and see before he started leaving that pocket super quickly he was out there. He was getting beat up, you know. So I, I get it, man. I, I'd be leaving the pocket too, but uh, you know, at that point. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he, he was he was a baller. So yeah, we made it. We made do with what we could and yeah. everything that everybody's going through and and pushing through. Uh, we made we made it through and tried to do the best we could with what we had so well but i appreciate you taking some time man. and we did make it through 45 minutes of this before i remember to bring up that like you've still thrown the best pass in in missouri's <laughs> 10 years in the sec so yeah hey man um i saw somebody tweet it the other day uh, when we played georgia um but so I saw a comment on there too and they were just like you know did anybody ever notice that he threw this ball 55 yards and I was so happy that somebody has finally noticed this. Because, like, it's not like LaDamian was wide open, man. Like, they actually no, covered that not. pretty well. And you threw a hell yes. of a ball. I thought, and no joke, I really thought I put that ball on the money. I, I thought it was on the money. and But Dang Dang went up and uh, made an amazing catch, a contested catch. Because had he not, none of this, we would never have this conversation. But... um. So I appreciate Dang for you know getting up there and making that catch, and because he he would have been mad if I didn't throw it. So right, I was gonna I was yep. gonna be mad on the other end if he didn't catch it. Got to so give I you guy he, a shot. Yeah, yeah. So we we both did our part and leaving that huddle, he's like, "Hey, can you throw the ball now?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Bud, uh, yeah, congratulations on on everything that 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 you've been doing, and and again, go to sassernation.com and and check out what Bud's doing with his foundation and. Appreciate you joining us, man. We'll uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for having me on, and shout out to Power Mizzou. All right, have a good one, man. Much appreciated. Right on. Bud Sasser, former Mizzou wide receiver, joining us on the show, and uh, one of the good guys, man. Seriously, uh, it, Bud was Bud is an example for tons of players out there who, like he said, man, he didn't really get his shot. He wasn't wasn't that guy until his senior year. All of a sudden, he was that guy. And uh, and want to show the picks one more time to to here's how we're going. Um, we differ on Michigan, Penn State. Uh, we differ on Texas A&M, Ole Miss. We differ on Tennessee, Georgia, and we differ on LSU, Arkansas. So there's plenty of picks there. Um, to we'll see how it stacks up. Uh, this is this shows. Hey, it's partially about the picks. We're keeping track. I've got a four game lead, no question. Uh, that 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 matters. We're gonna keep score all season long. But really, we're doing this to to catch up with with some of my friends in the in the media business and some of the the guys that I covered that I enjoyed covering that you guys enjoyed watching. So. Um, Certainly, uh, hope you enjoyed that. We went a lot longer than usual, uh, but I thought Bud made it worth worth the time and, and worthwhile, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you're watching live here, hit the like button before you leave. If you are listening on the podcast, which I will put up momentarily, please uh, give us a, a good review, say some nice things about us. 
And one more reminder that in the month of November, you need to call Master Tech Heating and Cooling. There were actually snowflakes in Columbia today. Not many, but there were a few. So it is getting cold out. You got to know that your furnace is working, guys. Make sure, at the very least, have Master Tech come out and inspect it. If you do schedule that free visit and quote uh, on a heating and cooling system with Master Tech, you don't necessarily have to have to get it, but just have them come out, tell them, have them tell you what needs to be done. If you tell them you heard about it on Power Mizzou, you're going to get a $35 credit for a future service call for plumbing, heating, and or cooling. Also, if you do that call, Master Tech is going to give a $10 donation for every single call made to the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri during the month of November. The Food Bank can turn that into $210 worth of groceries. So literally just by having somebody from Master Tech come out to your place and inspect your furnace, you're going to be providing $210 worth of food at the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri. If you buy a new heating and cooling system, that donation is $100, which will be turned into more than $2,000 worth of food. Uh, like I said, it's getting cold out. You're going to need it. Just have Master Tech out. Schedule that call at 573-777-7777. Get that done. And uh, mention Power Mizzou, get the $35 credit. Appreciate you guys watching. Appreciate Bud Sasser taking 45 minutes out of his day on a Friday afternoon. And uh, we'll keep track of the picks. Be here tomorrow afternoon at 1.30 with the pregame show for Mizzou, South Carolina. We'll see you guys then.